You're listening to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio, broadcasting out of the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area. Today's voice crying out in the wilderness, prepare ye the way of the Lord. When Christians Speak is dedicated to lifting up the name of Christ Jesus and spreading the good news. Join us for our weekly broadcast, His Abounding Grace, with Minister Vanessa Williams. That's every Tuesday at 7 p.m. On Wednesday afternoons at 1 p.m., join Reverend Gwendolyn Dixon for the Midday Glory Prayer Line. The dial-in number is 641-715-3580. The access code is 732-499. And Wednesday nights at 7 p.m., Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you. That's with Pastor Paul Morgan of Chosen Generation Ministries in Richmond, Virginia. On Thursdays, live at 12 noon, join Reverend Pat Randall for Declaring the Finished Work for an hour of worship, exhortation, and prayer. Reverend Ray and friends are here on Friday nights at 7 p.m. with the joy of the Lord on Friday Night Joy. Sundays at 7 p.m., join Reverend Ray for Bread of Life for a Word in Season. And don't forget our monthly broadcast. First Mondays of every month at 7 p.m., Be blessed with the teaching ministry of Apostle Shirley Jones on Lifeline. On third Mondays at 7 p.m., join Evangelist Louis McElwain for Adoration, a broadcast of worship and ministries on the mission field. Second Saturdays of the month, join Reverend Curtis, Reverend Novena, and Minister Jordana for Bold and Beautiful a youth and young adult broadcast setting the world on fire with the love of Jesus. All broadcast times are Eastern Standard Time. Hey family, join us for our newest broadcast, Marriage Takeover, The Body of One. Hosted by Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson. The show airs every third Sunday at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This show will cover a wide range of topics. Nothing is off the table because it's all about strengthening the relationship of marriage. So that's Marriage Takeover, The Body of One, with Reverend Eric and Reverend Tamika Thompson, third Sundays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. When Christian Speak Talk Radio is a non-profit ministry, We are dedicated to spreading the gospel of Jesus through our programs and special guests. We exist through the generous support of our listeners. If you are being blessed through this ministry and would like to give a love offering, go to our website and click on our donation page. Your donation will be processed through PayPal. Our prayer is that you may prosper, be in good health, even as your soul prospers. Unto the Lord, for He is good. 
When Christians Speak Talk Radio is a 501c3 nonprofit ministry. So all of your gifts to this ministry are tax deductible. So go out to our website, www.whenchristianspeak.com, and click on our donation page. Challenge to change, where transformation begins with you. Change appears to be one of the biggest hindrances to growth from relationships that I have encountered while in ministry. Our focus is usually on someone else and what they have done or are doing to us, instead of us being accountable to God and making sure we're not a stumbling block to ourselves or others. Challenge to change is about us taking personal responsibility for our Christian walk as we face challenges and issues and how to overcome them through biblical tools and techniques that we will discuss on this show. Everything about this show is encompassed in us depending on the Holy Spirit to edify, enrich, and transform lives by introducing individuals to a personal encounter with God's unconditional love. That is where real transformation begins and ends. It's a big difference when you get out of the way and let him do what he do. Like, like with Nicole Scherzer. She didn't know how that thing was going to happen. But get out of the way. Say, get out of the way. Turn to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, get the blank out of the way. <laughs> right. You, you, you with me, Thor? Sean, you with me? Just get out of the way. Say, get out of the way. Next time you have this great idea and you're sharing it, j- j- just say it. Talk about big money. Just say, get out of the way. I'm telling you, man, this thing real. Just get out of the way. So, we've been talking about, we've already gone over what are we seeing. So, how do you see the situation you're in? We've been talking about what are you saying about the situation you're in. Or if you need a notepad, like Sharon said earlier, if you need a notepad, just slip up your hand. Everybody good? Need pen, paper? I know some of y'all don't like to tear out paper and give it to people. Yeah, y'all funny about y'all notebook. Uh, I ain't calling no names. All right, the third one is stop wearing a mask. How many of you guys feel free from not wearing a mask? Y'all notice a difference? Y'all, y'all can look in the mirror and see who you see? It's Jesus. That's who you see. All right, so I'm excited about this one. Take responsibility. That's another way that you can be strong and courageous. Now, now because I know my flock, I know my people. Uh, uh, can you pull up a scripture or, or I just need it? Don't, don't mess with it. Uh, you, uh, Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. Can I get an amplified and a message on that one? Hebrews chapter 5, verse 14. And it talks about, but solid food is for the mature. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, are you mature? Are you or are you still on milk? Wait to see what they say, Faith. See what they say. What they say. Now, Sean and Ashley, y'all got a little baby. Once y'all gave that baby some real food, not baby food, you can't get that baby to go back, can you? Here, eat in between. Give, give him a mic. Pizza. Uh-huh. He was maybe, what, 10 months? Uh-huh. Yeah. It was we old. didn't go back to baby food anymore after okay. that. He wanted pizza all the time. See what I'm saying? So what I'm going to share with you today is for the mature. And my hope is you don't want to go back to milk. 
after eating pizza. After eating God's word, meat. Because when I talk about taking responsibility, that means, point to yourself. And in fact, instead of y'all saying, I want you to point all your fingers to yourself. You know how you say, if I point your finger at one person, you got four pointing back, I'm going to take care of that. Point point like this. See, I got it. All covered. See? Uh, Give my scripture yet? Yes, sir. Solid food is for the spiritually mature whose senses are trained by practice to distinguish between what is morally good and what is evil. It's trained by what? Practice. By practice. So what I'm about to share with you about responsibility is going to take practice. So when you get in it, because see, it's easy to find out. Whatever the pastor teaching on, that's where your, your challenge is going to come from. Because it says Satan comes after the word. So if I'm teaching on love, what, what's going to happen to you? Challenge it with love. Money, what's going to happen? Bills. Okay. <laughs> he said bills. <laughs> so I want to talk about taking responsibility because that's me. Now, let's take responsibility for our beliefs. Now, everybody got beliefs, right? You believe something about something. What's your belief about God? Did you, are you depending on your grandmother's faith for that, your mother's faith for that, father's faith for that? But I want you to take responsibility for your own beliefs. What are some things that you can believe for or have not been able to believe for? How, how many things are, are beliefs affected by? Ooh, right answer. So, so now give me some things about beliefs. We got Mike here, and we got a conversation with the church, so it's okay to talk back to me. Just don't call me no name. All right? Nicole, you ready to record? We good? I've, I've got a personal um, scenario. My husband and I are believing to sell some property. Okay. And we, we believe that God works everything out for our good. Okay. According to his plans and purposes in our lives. Okay. Right now, we're in a situation where his brother is contrary to doing what is necessary in order to sell the property. Okay. I mean, this is the time. This is the season in our eyes. Okay. It seems like everything is where it needs to be except for him. Okay. Our belief is that God will do his good will and his good pleasure in his timing not necessarily ours, where he will turn the heart of the brother when it is time. Our belief has to be that, God, we know that you are working this out, and we are trusting and resting in that. If we did not trust and rest in it, we would try to do everything that we possibly could on our own to try to change the situation. But we know that that is fruitless. It's frivolous because, God, we believe that God has his hand in the sale of that land. Amen. Amen. So did you hear how she believes based off what she said? So you can hear what a person believes based off what they say. Okay, who else had the hand up? Yes, ma'am. I feel like um, believing in your beliefs either can give you peace or they can give you um unrest or what I feel like whatever your core that you believe on kind of reflects on your actions in general. So for example, um, I feel like 
hopefully a reflection of me right now in my um, walk with the Lord is that I have a lot of chaos going on. Um, so my husband, we got married um, in December, okay. but now, but we hadn't joined our two households until till now. Like okay. the, the time is in the next couple of weeks. We're okay. still waiting on factors. He has a, a son who's 12 and then 18, and then I have a four-year-old. So there's going to be a changing of schools. There, okay. There's a lot of just factors, okay? okay? And it, I believe that God as Sharon spoke, has, he has a purpose in my life and my husband's life. And he brought us together. I feel like God will bring the people in your life and take the ones out that they're supposed to. So instead of being panicked about all of these things that have to, um, work out, I know and believe that my God has a plan for my life and my family's life. And I don't feel really stressed about it. So I feel like your belief in, in something greater, which is our God, our, is going to take away overall that stress. You're still going to worry, but not the chaotic okay. stress that a lot of people have you okay. know, when they don't believe in God. Okay. So how I believe, now, 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 now let me give it to you. So just like Wayne, when Wayne spoke to his supervisor, it wasn't Wayne that spoke. It was King Wayne. See, our belief system goes through our identity. Y'all want to write that down. Our belief goes through our identity. How we see God is based off our identity. That's why he says be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you approve what that that good, that perfect, and that acceptable will of God is. So if God came and he gave me a new life, but I haven't accepted the identity he gave me, then I'm going to still see myself, and I'm going to see God the way I see myself. Y'all got to take that thing. So if I see myself as not good at what I do, then I'm going to see God as not good at what he does. So unfortunately, unbelief brings God down to my level instead of taking me up to his. So you grab the thing, man. So that's why in this ministry, I spend a lot of time on emotional healing because emotional healing is connected to your heart. And your heart is where Jesus wants to rule and reign. Because if he gets us to see who we really are, we won't put up with a whole lot of stuff. And it won't just be about office space. It'll be about marriages. It'll be about children. It'll be about finances. It'll be about housing. It'll be about provision. It'll be about healing. You know, we see somebody crippled, we'll get, get them walk. And we won't wait for church to do it. You follow me? We see situations, we're going to change it. We life changes, guys. But we're going to see God the way we see ourselves. If not, we'll see God the way we see our parents. So if our parents were jacked up, then we see God is jacked up. Why should I serve him? He, did you call him father, and I look at my father and the way he acted and responded. See, beliefs carry a whole lot of stuff, guys. And you, as a responsible person, because this is for me. So what have you believed? So you take the situation that you have the most challenge with. Y'all, y'all ready for it? Because Oh, that's right. I don't even ask that because y'all mature. I'm talking to mature folks. So, so <laughs> write down the area that you have the most challenge in. Notice I didn't say problem. I said challenge. Go ahead, you take time. I don't even need prayer about this one. All right, y'all, y'all write it down. If we hear that clock, what's that clock? You know, what, what, what talk show they had they had a clock or something like that, huh? Jeopardy. Jeopardy. Get us a Jeopardy clock next time, Thor. All right. So, so who, who wants to be honest about the area that they're having the most challenges with? Yes, ma'am. Mike, coming your way. 
Okay, one that I've had trouble with. Okay, hold, hold on a sec. Hold it. Write this down. I can't receive contrary to what I believe. I can tell. This is going to go on. I can't believe contrary. I can't receive contrary to what I believe. If I do, it's the miraculous. It has nothing to do with me. Somebody else might be praying for me, but it is not my faith doing it. Okay, go ahead, Nancy. Okay, so um, my thing has been the control of my family. Okay. When my family, I feel like, are not in the direction or they're having problems, then I want to jump in and control. And so I'm constantly working on it. I'll do well for about six months, then I'll jump back in and realize i got to jump back out again okay. and I'm not in control. But it was really funny the other day, one of my family members said, well, this is the way you think about this. Okay. And I said, no, it's not. It's the way I used to think about okay. it. Because okay. now it doesn't bother me anymore because I know it's not true. Okay. Because, you know, Jesus told me different. Okay. So my belief system is changing about things. And I know I don't have any control over people okay. or my family. Okay. All right. So I only need to. All right. Thank you. Who else? Or are you having a challenge with? Um, buying a house. Buying a house. Okay. All right. And that's a challenge. So what what are you telling yourself about? No, no don't you tell us. We're going to tell you what you're thinking. All right. Y'all ready for it? Y'all ready? She says she have a challenge about buying a house. So what is she thinking? I got one mic over here. Give me some mics. And keep your thought, maybe. Oh, location. Location, okay. All right. What else? Right behind you. Yeah, Nicole? How can I get my uh, budget to match my taste? Ooh. <laughs> That's it right there. We, we can end church. We can end church. We can just go head home now. <laughs> Candy, we can go home now. Now that we don't. Okay, okay, okay. okay. All right, what else? Will? What if the finances don't come through? What if the finances don't come through? Uh, am I responsible enough to handle a, a house? Okay, am I responsible enough? Okay, anybody else? <laughs> Long-term commitment. Okay, 15 or 40 years. 15 or 30 years. Okay, all right. Yes, ma'am. Um, I want it now. Okay. And when is it going to happen? I'm tired of being patient. Okay. All right. All right. So, so based off what she said, how do you guys know that that's what she was Huh? <laughs> you good? You, good? You, you, you hear something say? Hold, hold on, Mike coming this way. How did you guys know that that's what she was thinking? I knew that because that's what I was thinking when I was okay. looking to buy a house. Okay. The same things. Okay. Sharon, you, you hear some funny faces just now. <laughs> Y'all know y'all passed me your body language, right? Yeah, that okay. you came in through the back door. Okay. That's how. <laughs> yeah, we we answered based upon how we felt about it ourselves, or okay. dealt with things that we have dealt with okay. ourselves. And okay. yes, all of them, okay. everything that everybody said was okay. something that I thought about okay. before we got into a home. Okay, all right. Maybe you hear something else. Yours was in a different area. So I, I, I'm just picking picking some of the thoughts about how people think. That's a belief system, okay? 
So mine, I thought about different scenarios, okay. and then I realized I think the common theme is procrastination. Okay. All right. I mean, you got to deal with procrastination. Okay, that's awesome. Thank you. Thank you for sharing. So, so write this down. The core of procrastination is criticism. The core of procrastination, and when I say core, I mean that's the originator. A procrastination is criticism. Someone in your life criticized you to the point where you made a decision on the inside, Tamika, that what you were going to do was, I'm going to procrastinate because let, let's say, for example, you know, you come trotting home, you know, they, they still do stars for school and stuff like that. They put little stars in first grade or kindergarten or they give them an iPad or something. What, what they do now then? <laughs> You know, we got stars. We got stars. So, you know, Lee, we got stars. And, and so you run home and you show the star and, you know, and you got three stars. And then your parent look at you and say, well, why didn't you get four, boy? Johnny got four. You just criticized me. I'm happy. I ran all the way home. And back, in fact, I didn't even take the bus. I just ran home just so that I could show it. And then you criticized me. You said, well, why didn't you get five? You got five last week. So that little boy made a decision. I won't show unless it's, I'm asked. So I'm going to take my time getting home now. I'm, I'm going to catch the second bus. I won't even catch the first one. I'm going to catch the second bus because when I get home, I'm going to be criticized. So I made a decision as a little boy that I'd never be criticized again because if I'm late, then you will never have to judge me because it will be too late for you to say anything. And the room goes quiet. It, it's real. So if, if, if I got to leave for school at, at, at 11 o'clock and I show my mom my paper that I had to work on book with, I show her at 5 till, then how, how long does she have to look at my paper? When times pass, you did the day before and you, turned, you showed your parents and then they looked at it and they said, well, this is wrong, this is wrong, why did you do this, why did you do that, why did you do that? So you made a decision. If I'm late, I can never be judged. So I come to church. I come to church late. Because if I come late, I can never be judged. I'm looking at the clock, not looking at anybody in particular. Somewhere along the line. See, when we are wounded, write this down. Wounds travel globally. That was pretty cool. I I like that. Okay. (laughs) So a, a wound happened in a particular area, but it goes throughout your whole life. It's not just in that area. So when you procrastinate... It might have been about something about school, but it's going to bleed into other areas of your life because you just don't want to be judged. Don't want to be criticized. Mike coming? Follow me? Now, now do I have to ask to show you where that was, or y'all okay? Uh, Mike coming that way? Mike this way? Someone mentioned their challenge is not feeling responsible for their grown children's lives. Not feeling responsible for their grown children's lives. Okay, all right, I'm going to come back to that. Is criticism avoidable? I mean, can you really, I mean, there's no way of no, really no, getting it, around it. It's, it's, it's coming. It's coming. Oh, goody. But if I see myself as King Wayne or I see myself through Christ, then I understand that criticism is your perspective. Okay? Criticism is your perspective. Criticism is how you see things. So as a result of that, then it's like, okay, I will take, this piece of that criticism, I can use that. I can see where that's valuable. I can see where that's not. That might be your personal bias. You might be upset with me, so therefore, 
you gave me some data that will try to mess my head up. Anybody ever seen received data like that? Where you knew the person's motive behind why they criticize? Okay? Yeah. Ma'am. How do you get your how do you get yourself um free from the feeling of being criticized? Okay. So when you've been been doing that like that for a long time. Okay. First you gotta go to the core, that core belief. That core person who criticized you, and you got to make a decision to forgive them. Because, see, what you're doing is you're carrying that criticism around with you everywhere you go. So if you were criticized when you were six years old, wherever there is criticism, wherever there is a situation where you can be criticized, you're responding as the six-year-old little girl and not the 40-year-old woman. Notice I, I, I was cool with the age thing. You know, cool. <laughs> you follow me? So wherever the point of inception is where our belief system begins. So if you were rejected when you were 10 years old, wherever you're asking somebody to do something, then they have the ability to reject you. You're going back to that 10-year-old little boy and not the grown person that's before you. So you have to go to the point of inception. Jesus always goes to the core of our issues. That's how you deal with it. Now, about the, the person that's dealing with grown people, that they feel responsible for. So, now, this, this is going to hurt a little bit. How, how many of y'all sp- feel responsible for grown children? Ra- raise your hand, y'all cool? Okay, okay, all right, all right. We, we, we raise our hand with that, okay. We'll we do a cool, we'll do a halfway, halfway. Then what it is is something about you, something about us that says that they grown, but if they, j- they mess up, it's going to be a reflection of who? It should be a reflection of them, but it's a reflection on us. Because we said, what, what, what we say about that shit? I trained them. They should know better. What else? What, what, y'all talk to me. Because the people listen. They want to answer. What, what They should know better. Oh, by the way, if I had to train them better as a father, they wouldn't have done it. If I had to train them better as a mother, then they wouldn't have done it. But Deuteronomy says, I set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. You choose. You choose. That, that adult child is choosing what they want to do with their life. Now, remember, this meat. This is not milk. You follow me? So we, we, we got to release them. I've trained them. You know, in, in October the 7th, then when Coy and Jazz, they get married. <laughs> you know, we've trained. You know, Curly and I, we're doing our little checklist. Well, you know, uh, the other day, what, what was it, honey? You told her how to do fried chicken? Yeah. Check, we got a checklist of stuff. Make my checklist. Like, we want, we, we want to make sure, like, can you teach me how to do five chicken, honey? Okay. okay. <laughs> so we're going over our checklist. Big old, we're going over checklist. Did, 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 you know, did we show her that? Did we show her how to, to uh, deal with conflict and address issues? Did, did we do this? Did we do that? That's that what we're doing. That, that, you see what I'm saying? So that when we release her, when I say, when Curly and I say, we giving you, Coy, we giving jazz to you, then we know we covered all the bases. You follow me? Y'all see what I'm saying? So, so that's my information to them. It's like, release themselves from the responsibility that it, it, once the person is grown, then release yourself from the responsibility that I have to govern them, I have to parent them. You know, your, your children will always be in your life. But limit that. You know, sometimes they, they come and want to talk to you and say, well, you, you talk to your husband about that? If they're not married, have you talked to God about that? What scripture are you standing on to resolve that? Okay? And, and when you go out with them, guys, 
don't, don't be preaching to them. I, I know we, 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 we preachers and teachers, but just go out with them and chill out. You follow me? That, that thing go a long way. Because let me tell you, you're going through something. How, how many of you guys want to have somebody preach at you while you're going through something? No. No. Amen? So take the same thing with your children. Right, 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 Bonetta? Yeah. Okay, all right, thank you. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Is when it comes to criticism, <clears throat> if you have a child that's always kind of excelled and then they're starting not to excel, how do you talk in a way that doesn't, I guess, maybe criticize to where then they start having the issue and then become grown and have the, you know, you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so say it one more time. So when you have a child that has always excelled, uh-huh. and then they start not to excel as much as they did in the past, okay. how do you speak to them in a way where it is not critical to uh-huh. harm them okay. so that they understand that is you're trying to guide them okay. back to where they were? Okay. Okay. All right. That's good. So you let them know you got a concern. Honey, you, you know, you would make straight A's and then all of a sudden now you, you're in the D area, you know. Is there anything you want to talk about? And what are they going to say? Okay, they're going to say no. And then what are we going to do? Huh? <laughs> okay, they talk, y'all talking in tongues. Right, so then you need to back off, okay, because you opened the door and they refused to walk in. So now just what Sharon said about the body language I read, go around the back door. Start spending more time with them, but their time. So if they in videos, don't tell them, you can video game 15 hours. You know, just, just walk on over like, you got an extra? You got an extra one I can play with? Matter of fact, how you play this? You follow me? So you got to sneak up on them. Y'all understand what I'm saying? You got to sneak up on them. You got to get show them that you're interested in more than just them making that grade. Because something that's going on in their life is for them to shift up like that. And you just start spending time with them but in a different type of way. Now, because we are instantaneous parents, how many of y'all are instantaneous parents? If I say something, you should change today, right? Not this week. Reverend Johnson, we don't have 12 weeks. You need to change. I gave you the word, you need to change. You just walk in your freedom. It took us a little while, so it's going to take them a little while, okay? And then another component is who, who they need to forgive. No, you wanted to find out from the child, who, who, who are you mad at? See, sometimes you just go, go right in there. So who you mad at, man? Daughter, who hurt you? And then once they say, if they say, don't, don't go down the street and beat that child up. You know, you, you got to be cool about your stuff. You know, because, you know, you, you hurt my child. I, I want, right? Chris back there doing like that. He don't even have children yet. Chris, Chris like, I'm going to jack you up. All right? But, but give it time. And then also refer them to a uh, counselor. But, but, guys, please don't do this to your child. Uh, people will contact, a, a mother will contact me and want to bring their child to counseling. And the first question I ask, did you tell them? No, I just thought that, uh, you know, I drive by and we'll just show up at your office. I said, because you just showed them that they can't trust you. And I won't see them. Yeah. Just, just like the um the kids, does that work for people? Like, yes, sir. Like, my supervisor will have, you know, she'll have a team on her uh-huh. and say, if y'all perform bad, it's reflection. Your reflection, you have a reflection on y'all. Uh-huh. It affects me. Mm-hmm. But really, it's her reflection on her. 
is that. Okay, so she has a bonus attached to her performance, well, or she's in charge of, so right. when things go wrong, they're not going to talk to you about it. They're going to talk to her about it. Okay. Yeah. So it, it's an issue. On, on her side. Not yes, sir. Because if something go wrong, Megan going to come to me about my area. She's not going to talk to Hendry. Not going to talk to Hendry about it, or Raymond. She's going to talk to me about it. So yes, it, it, it's it's her job to talk to you about an issue that's going on pertaining to your area. Yeah. Who else? We still talking about beliefs. Okay, yeah, because I was gonna say, so the house, so how can I change my beliefs? Okay, all right. <laughs> so you need to find a scripture you're gonna stand on. Everything come back to God. You gotta find a scripture. Cause, cause guys, anything in the natural realm, we want to take 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 on instead of allow. Buying a house is still connected to the spirit realm. So he says that we are to possess the land. So we got to find a scripture. Carol and I, we found a scripture. I think it was in Deuteronomy about I'll give you houses that you did not uh, purchase. I'll give you furniture that you did not furnish and things like that. And so we stood on, on that. And every time we, so you put it all over the house. Just like you heard Nicole, her, her, her little piece of paper all wrinkled up and stuff like that. We know that it's used. I got a, a, a uh, a scripture that I stand on in my truck, and you just keep keep the scripture before your face. You know, uh, I got stuff up on the ceiling, so the first time I wake up, I'm looking up that. And you want to in, inundate yourself with scripture about what you're believing for. That that's the first place, because that's what's going to produce the rest. When we get anxious, uh, it's a scripture that talks about this in, in Proverbs: money runs from those who pursue it. Boy, Candace, you looked up on the number, boy, Candace, like, what? What do you say? Y'all find it in your own study time, but that, that's the Paul Morgan translation. Money runs for people who pursue it. But when we rest in his anointing, then the provision comes. Like when we, we didn't have any money to buy a house, so I thought. Then Miss Morgan, because she was in finances, 401k, bam, there it was. Money was right there. And I, I, I was cool with it, too, like, like I had something to do with it. And I had nothing to do with it. Yeah, yeah, nothing to do with it. <laughs> Amen? Your beliefs, guys. This is for mature, once again. We are where we are because that's where we choose to be. That's me. If I'm in a financial challenge, I'm there because some of the choices that I made led me there. Follow me? Everybody at peace with that? Nobody swinging or nothing? No mumbling the mumbling. Okay. All right. All right, so I'm going to give you a break. Ooh. Take responsibility for your attitude. Turn to your neighbor and say, what's wrong with your attitude? <laughs> what do your neighbor say? And they, they say they don't know? And, and look, 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 look. Big, big old, can I talk to you for a second? Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm going to talk to big old for a second. Big old, some of the people had such an attitude, they wouldn't even be able. That's sure you got an attitude right there. Porter, someone wouldn't even turn. What? A Ashley wouldn't turn. Uh, uh, no, I'm just joking. <laughs> the neck moving. Y'all know when the neck be moving? What kind of attitude you got? I mean, do people like men around you? Or can they predict what kind of attitude you are? Can they predict it? They see you coming? Somebody greeting at the door and they see such and such coming and then all of a sudden, okay, 
water for somebody. Oh, you say, Pastor, you need some water? <laughs> You're not even Pastor A. <laughs> Come on, yeah. Did anybody meet an attitude today at church? Where they got to church? Before you got there. See, I'm, I'm going to get you outside church, then I'm bringing you inside church. Anybody? Uh, I see Sam Booth is looking over at, at husband with child. <laughs> what, what, what kind of attitude did you encounter this morning? Oh, oh, at least about it. Okay, so, what, so what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? Everybody turn around and say, what's wrong with you? <laughs> no, I had, that's past tense, had an attitude. What, 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 what happened? Because I don't like when people wake me up. Oh, okay. Right. And not only did I get uh, woke up, <clears throat> but somebody sent our oldest child to wake me up, and that really made me mad. Oh. So I was oh. already awake. I okay. was just... You know, getting myself together. Okay. I, so, so the together part must didn't come, did it? Okay. Okay. I, 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 okay. I, Remnant. Okay. So y- y- y'all, y'all help me out with the thoughts here. All right. So why would he send the oldest child? Can I get a mic over here? Okay. Right. <laughs> now, now, this is counseling ministry, so I know y'all were listening. So did y'all hear her say that she sent the oldest child. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I know they married, so I know he's in the same bed with his wife. Correct? Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. All right. Y- y'all listening? You listening? So, so why did you send the oldest child? Well, I was getting ready to get in the shower. Uh-huh. So I sent her, you know, I sent him to go wake her up. I okay. realized it was getting ready to be 8 o'clock. Okay. I get out the shower, and I gently, as I always do, if I have to wake her up, wake okay. my wife up with a kiss on the cheek. Okay, all right. Babe. What time are you getting up? You got okay. to serve today. Okay. So, oh, I, I set my alarm clock for 7.30. Babe, it's 8.22. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. So, uh, yeah, so that was that. Okay. All right. All right. So the reason why I asked, because this is what I was thinking. <laughs> this, this is where I'm going to the core. I believe he sent the son because he knew what the response was going to happen. So he said, if the son come back alive, <laughs> if the son come back missing something, then I'm going to send the other son. You follow me? Guys, the only reason we do things is because it works. She know that if she get an attitude, her husband going to step back. You follow me? Anything we do, y'all write that down because I want you, I, I see you there. The only reason we do behavior is because it works. So if you get in a discussion with somebody and they start crying, then you stop talking about the discussion. So what did they learn? All they got to do is cry, and then you'll stop bringing stuff up. Okay? Yeah, we work with you on that one. All right, Dale? Something that she said stuck out to me. Okay, she's looking at you. Okay. Go ahead, go ahead. Don't look back. (laughs) She specifically said the oldest son would have made a difference if it was another, the younger one. Nicole, you think it would have made a difference? Would it have made a difference if your younger child? Oh, okay. She said probably. No, that's that's because um, Make it good. Okay. So (laughs) So when I walk around the house, sometimes I, uh, not thinking about what I'm wearing uh-huh. and my husband made me aware that I need to start wearing clothes, okay. especially around our older okay. child. Okay. So now I'm trying to get him into 
we just need to get on the same page. Okay. Um, I'm trying to get him into knocking on the door before you come in. Okay. And, you know, you know, how people sleep. I don't think I wear pajamas, you know, pajamas right. all the time. Yeah. So I, my oldest son, you know, I'm trying to, <laughs> we, you know. Okay. We, we, we got, yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all understand where you're going. Okay. All right. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> yes, ma'am. <laughs> Well, based on their history. Oh, 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 oh we're going profile. Is, I think it is adorable that Sean made an effort good, to good. be on time and to get himself ready. Yes. Okay. Because <laughs> some people say that some people make other people late. I won't oh. say who said who. But, oh. So I think it's very cute that he made an effort okay. to make sure that they were going to be on time as okay. head of the household. Oh, that's what we talked about last week. Go ahead on. Hey, Thor, can, can I get a soap? Can I get a soap? Oh, there we go. All right. All right, what else? Who, who else needed a mic? Yes, sir. Big O, what you got? Uh-oh. Here it comes. Hit him. Well, um, <clears throat> most mornings, uh, not so much this morning. Okay, not this but morning. Most mornings, I wake up um, with, um, a, uh, I don't know if I'm in Wild Kingdom or what. Uh, oh. I, I have a... A uh, grizzly, a grizzly, a grizzly bear with a real roar most mornings, and the attitude is is uh, very, very bad, very, very. Bad. All right. All right, but but now you got anything you want to say, uh, grizzly? Yeah, he forgot that he riding with me this morning. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> poor, poor say, I hope he wore some comfortable shoes. Y'all see how I came over to security? Yeah, I'm but, but, but guys, see, see, write this scripture down so so y'all know that I, I'm I'm, I'm Bible based here. Second Corinthians chapter twelve, verse nine through eleven. See if if you if you are not strong in these areas, which I'll be going over shortly. It says in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 through 11, it says, My mercy is more than enough, always available, regardless of the situation. For my power is being perfected and is complete and shows itself most effectively my weakness. So if you got a bad attitude, tell God about your attitude. According to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 through 11, tell him, hey, look, Father, I know my attitude jacked up. I, I know I'm not easy to be around morning, noon, and night. So I'm giving you this weakness. I'm giving you this attitude because your word says that you will perfect me in that area. Amen? So we don't have to stay with our attitude. We don't have to stay with unbelief. All we do is present it to the Father and let him know that that's the area. He, he, he's waiting on us to present it to him. Because that's what he said. He said, I will all the more gladly boast this is what we're supposed to do. We're supposed to boast, hey, I woke, woke up with a grizzly bear. Hey, I got issues right here. So, Father, I don't want to wake up and claw Oliver. So, <laughs> Benetta, we straight? <laughs> she laughing, so it's all right. Long Benetta laughing. So, Father, I give you this attitude, so change me. Help me change. 
show me what you're doing in my life. Show me how I can be better in this area. And as you show me, I'll be obedient and I'll walk in that obedience. Jazz got it with the house about her beliefs about the house. Father, this is a weakness of mine. This is an area. But according to 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9 through 11, you said your provision, your perfection, your completeness is made perfect in my weakness about believing for a house. So I'm going to present this house to you. I'm going to present these beliefs to you and change me. No, I don't care what the issue is. I don't care what the belief is. All you have to do is he said to take our weaknesses to him so that he can complete them. Because he said, for, um, goes on to say, for when I am weak in human strength, in a human belief, in a human attitude, in a human belief, then I am strong, truly able, truly powerful, truly drawing from God's strength. If we could have changed the way we believed, we would have done it a long time ago. If we could have changed our, our attitude about things, we would have done it a long time ago. And if it hadn't taken place, it's because we hadn't turned it over to him. Amen? I'm getting ready to preach now. Go, go ahead, Mr. Will. I mean, Dr. Will. I'm listening. So uh, it, it sounds like uh, the word attitude in this particular instance is a negative. Uh-huh, yes. Yeah, because... Yeah. Uh, you know, you can have a positive attitude. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like you talked about, like when you like see somebody like, oh, man, I have yeah. to deal with that person again. Yeah. You know, you have a negative attitude yeah. of that person. But then sometimes people are like, and then you see another person, like like whomever it might be, and everybody wants to flock to that person because yeah. they have a positive attitude and a positive glow. But in this case, it's it's the negative yeah. changing into the positive. Exactly. Okay, got it. I mean, last, last Sunday, I was overcoming the flu. I was overcoming flu symptoms. And like I was tired, um, you know, you, you know, I know my body, and my throat was kind of scratching and stuff like that. And I'm, I'm in, in my office, and it's like, oh, man. It's like, I, I, I got I to get rid of it. I got to get this message out. It's Father's Day. And so Thor, you know, so I started play, playing some praise music. I had it cranked up in my office. And I had my foot up on the desk and my hands like this. Thor comes into the office to check the mic. This is what happens. Thor comes in to check the mic. So he, he, he walks in, and See my hands up, my foot on the desk, and I'm praising God. Thor just does. He like, okay. <laughs> but you know when I got my healing, when I was ministering. So I had an attitude of, okay, this is gonna get done. God is gonna glorify. I'm I'm weak in this area right now. Overcoming the flu. So I said, okay. And so then my attitude was. You come on out and you do what you do, and God's going to do the rest. And then because I have loved ones that love me, wife says, honey, as soon as you get home, where are you going? And what's the right answer, guys? See, see, yeah, 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 yeah. This is an easy quiz. As <laughs> soon as you get home, you're going where? To bed. That was easy. You know, you don't say special stuff. You know what I'm saying? Stupid stuff. Well, honey, I got to do, I want to watch a movie. I knew based off her tone what the answer was supposed to be. <laughs> Go to bed. You know Guys, some, some, some trouble we bring on ourselves. Amen. Just remember this mature stuff we're talking about. No, don't, don't else is stupid now. <laughs> All right, I got to close. Anything else? Anybody got any questions? <laughs> All right, so I got about five or six slides of these. So, I mean, it's a whole lot of stuff. So, so check your attitude. Check your belief. Check your attitude when you come to church. Check your attitude when you go to job. Check your attitude in your marriage. Check your attitude in your relationship. Check your attitude in your finances. Check your attitude in your health. 
Amen. <laughs> Might come in your way. And those who serve uh, next door, make sure you get the, the MP3 because this 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 good stuff. So what if you check it, but then you forget? Just keep rechecking it all day. Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what's what's that scripture that says first the seed, then the blade, then the four corn? So anytime we go to change something, we need to be aware of it because the natural inclination is if you've been doing this for forty years then you're going to go back, you're going to try to go back to that because that's comfortable. And the reason you did it was because it worked for you. Because some people know, if, if I get an attitude, Wayne's not going to talk to me. He's not going to speak to me. He's not going to say anything to me. I need to have a talk with Wayne, but I won't because I see your attitude. So if that worked for you, then it's like you, you just bulk up. And then you, the other person needs to step out of their, their fear zone and say, yeah, I, I know you got attitude, but anyway, I need to talk to you about this, 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 and that. You follow me? We can ask God to change our way of thinking. Yeah. The way we think. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we not just have to think that we just locked into that way. And try no, to, sir. Okay, all right. He sent his son for salvation means total wholeness. The way we think, the way we act, the, what we do, how we live, it's, it's total. But when he tells us what to do about what we're presenting to him, we have to be obedient to what he tells us to do. Because we'll turn back to God and say, God, I don't like that answer. Who who you to tell me that? <laughs> People be saying some stuff, though, but, but God likes it when you talk to them, though. Yes, ma'am. And I got one in the back, and then we'll close. I was just going to say that um, I feel like attitude goes with, well, I feel like, so when you speak positive words, mm -hmm. you know how, like, words mean life or death. Uh -huh. So if you have a bad attitude, but yet you decide, okay, even though maybe I have a, um, I'm a I feel a certain way, but I'm still going to speak positivity. Like, I'm still going to say, okay, my day is going to be great, even though inside I'm having this attitude of like, oh, it's not going to be. But you speak those words, even if you're not feeling it, won't over time the yes. attitude change because you're still speaking uh, positive words, even if you don't necessarily believe those positive words yet. Exactly. Okay. So my total healing came on Thursday, okay? But I continue to confess by his stripes from heal. So I felt better when I came out here. I felt better when, when, when I'm teaching the word and stuff like that. But I knew that I was overcoming symptoms. So I still confessed the word. So when they had a dinner for me at 3.30, 3 I, I say, look, guys, I got to go home and go to bed. So the dinner might have lasted 6 o'clock, but I, you know, I'm holding on to the chill. I'm, I'm holding on. I got my chicken wing. I'm, I'm good to go. But I'm holding on. So I continue to confess the word. So I go to work the next day, and I'm continuing to confess the word. I'm drinking water like, like you, you wouldn't believe. Uh, I'm taking thorough flu. Yes, I took medicine. Okay? And guess what? My faith wasn't weak. I took medicine. Because I want to breathe while I'm believing while I'm healing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, people got some wild stuff, guys. You shouldn't have to say that, but, but you say it. So then I hit me an inhaler, you know. Okay? So, so I'm doing everything that I would normally do because that was an act of my faith. But in, 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 when, when I can lay down, when I can rest, that's what I'm doing. It's like, whew, as soon as I go home, Megan asked me, she said, Paul, you, ride, you going riding today? No, not today. I ain't tell her, well, okay, I'm overcoming the flu. I just said, no, not today. You, you follow me? So I did natural things. It's okay to take medicine. Y'all repeat it. It's okay to take medicine when needed. Because I'm serious, man. I mean, we have known people who have gone into coma because they have medication that they're supposed to take for diabetes. And they say, I'm going to leave them for my healer. So they didn't take the medicine. Yeah. 
Yeah, so I confessed until it manifested. Yes. Amen? So you can confess your way right out of negative attitude. Hey, I realized I had an attitude this morning. Okay. So I got... <laughs> look, look, guess he's mad so, about it. Okay, okay, okay. That, All right, what happened? So I didn't say anything because I did not want to say anything to hurt anybody's feelings. I got okay. quiet. Okay, okay, that's good. And I kept trying to shake the attitude, mm-hmm. but in my mind, I just, like, all this stuff was going through my head, mm-hmm. like, you got a reason to be mad. They always telling you to put clothes <laughs> on. You know, and then you, th- then, you know, we're trying to train the boy to knock on the door. You're like, in my mind, okay. kept on telling me, you have a reason to be mad, you okay. know? Okay. But then everybody's being so nice to me. My boys and my husband were being so nice. I'm like... <laughs> And I just feel like I go through this, like, internal struggle okay. with myself. Okay. You know? Okay. Like, I want to be mad, and I want to prove a point, but then I'm like, that's so stupid. Okay. You know? Amen. Appreciate so. y'all. Okay, I'm going to close with this. All right. Now, remember my counseling. Okay, guys? What did we say about time? The first? Huh? Huh? The first four minutes when you wake up. The last four minutes before you go to bed and the first four minutes when you walk in from work or school are the most critical because I shared with you guys on a Thursday night that if you wake up and somebody says something special to you, it's harder to shake. And she said that. She said, I don't know what it was. It was because it was the first four minutes when she woke up. So what she would need to do, Will, Dr. Will, talk to Dr. Will for a second. So she needs to forgive, ask them for, to forgive her for her attitude this morning, okay? If she did, did that, then that would lift a lot of what's on her, okay? All right? We, we, we in agreement? Okay, okay. All right, all right, all right. All right. She, she's not receiving that one, though. She's not receiving that one. Okay, all right, so I'm, I'm going to close. <laughs> so, Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you, we praise you, we exalt you. We just thank you that you are God. We thank you, Father, that you love spending time with us. Because you created us and you know our attitudes, our beliefs, and yet and still you said, still sent your son and you said, go save them. Save them from themselves. And Father, I thank you in advance that you saved me in, in, in 1985 and I haven't been the same since. And I thank you in advance, Father, that there's anyone here today that does not know Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, don't know where they would spend eternity, tired of living the life that they're living. And they just want a level of peace that they've not known. If that's you, just slip up your hand. And there's a second invitation, and that's for the baptism of the Holy Spirit with evidence of speaking in tongues. And I like to call the Holy Spirit the edge because he tells me things ahead of time. He tells me what to plan for, what to be on the lookout for, and he's just my alarm system. And, and he also teaches me perfect prayer. When I don't know what to pray for as I ought to, then I can go to him, and he'll show me and tell me what to pray. So if that's you and you need the edge, just slip up your hand. This concludes today's message on Challenge to Change, where real transformation begins with you, with Pastor Paul Morgan. If you are ever in the Richmond, Virginia area, join Pastor Paul for Sunday service at 10 a.m., at Chosen Generation Ministries. The website is www.chosenrva.com or call at 866-333-9505.
Listen to When Christians Speak Online Talk Radio on Blog Talk Radio, iHeartRadio, Speaker.com. All of our broadcasts are available as podcasts through SoundCloud, YouTube, iTunes, Blueberry.com, Zoom.com, Stitcher.com, Lisbon.com, and BlogTalkRadio.com. To listen to our broadcast by phone, dial 646-478-0660. Again, that number is 646-478-0660. Go visit and like our Facebook page, When Christians Speak Talk Radio. Also be sure to check out Christians Against Suicide and Depression. It's a page dedicated to sharing God's love, encouragement, and hope. There are prayer warriors standing by to receive prayer requests doing intercession for those under attack by the lie and deception of the devil. We know that the devil came to steal, kill, and destroy. But praise God, Jesus came to set the captives free. 